Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Testing, 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 one, two, three. Testing, testing. How's my level? Is it good? Ready? Hold on. Is this Peter? Yes, it is. Let me check the Yeah, your level is good. Go ahead. Ready in three, two, one. Taped live at the Pelham Island Studios in Sudbury, Massachusetts, where the hosts are sometimes high and the taxes are always high. This is episode 66 of the Planet Mikey podcast, which is slowly and inexorably climbing toward a million downloads. (laughs) With Bill Birthday Boy Smith and, uh, well... Actually, I don't know what happened to Gen Y Wonder Boy Ben Kitchen. He's late. He's late. He's late. He's late. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> I'm staff announcer Peter Puller. Underpaid and overworked. And now, episode 66 of the Planet Mikey podcast in living color. Tell you what, we got to get a new announcer. I know he's getting too big for his britches. He's got an attitude. He came in and asked me level check, level check. Yeah, I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, How's my level? Yeah. He's big time in you. Wow. he's a prick. Yeah. Hey, where's Ben? You know that's a good question. Ben is. Uh, this is the first time this has ever happened on this podcast. I know he's late. I haven't been late. You haven't been late. You ever been late for work? Oh yeah. Well, but, I mean, consistently for something important like in my self abusive <laughs> days of yore, I was late all the time, and I had a reputation right up till the turn of the century. Really. Yeah. Turn of the century, I stopped being late forever, and uh, the rest is history. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. But Ben is late. He's uh, he's. Well, what the hell's wrong with? I know him? what. What do you suppose he's doing right I now? I mean, I understand getting here on time. I work for a living. So do you. You and I both work for a living. What does Ben do? Well, I don't know. But did you uh, did you send him like a little note saying, "Hey, Ben, where are you? What's your ETA? That kind of stuff." You know, he told me he had a gig. It was part time polishing the private parts of mannequins for, oh. for a lot of the, yeah. the retail stores in yeah. the malls. Yeah. But only the private parts. Yeah. But how much can that pay? I know. <laughs> you know, it's I a specialty. He, he liked it though. <laughs> God. I can't believe it. I, you know, we'll have to rip the shit out of him when he gets here. I know. Well, Buddy's upstairs. Buddy the dog. He'll start barking, so we'll know when Ben's arrived. Can you command Buddy the dog from down here to bite him in the nuts? Hold on. That would be perfect. Yes, I can. I just programmed that in. We have a uh, we have a guest tonight, and he's a very famous uh, left-hander. Uh, a member of the Red Sox Hall of Fame. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But first, do you believe... That there is a great white pope, uh, <laughs> white hope. That Tyson Fury is the world champion. Did you oh. did you happen to catch that? I mean, that's unbelievable. He beat he, the living shit out of that guy. He actually did it like a pro. Holy, you know, and he's Irish, yeah. which is always makes it special because that means you know he drinks. Guys, <laughs> he's tough as nails too. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. Yeah, you know, he's he's undefeated. He's uh, he's fought for both England and Ireland, and he's totally indestructible, it looks like, at least at this point in time. Got a good attitude, too. Ty- and what a name for a boxer. His father named him after Mike Tyson, who oh. was the champion when he was born. Tyson Fury was born in 88, mm-hmm. when Mike Tyson was the reigning champion of the world. 
So his father, his Irish father, who was probably drunk when he named him, named him Tyson Fury. I'm calling you Tyson. <laughs> Tyson <laughs> it's Fury. It's the most perfect name for a boxer ever, I'll yeah, tell you. That's right. Oh, boy. You'll grow up to be famous. You're going to knock him dead, Tyson. <laughs> And he did. So that was uh, pretty impressive. And uh, I had money on that. You know, betonline.ag, you know, is one of our sponsors. Yep. And we have a new sponsor, too. Uh, where's the piece of paper I got? Some copy. Yeah, so it's a new piece. Bonnie, a new sponsor? Bonnie's this? Back Rubs. Wow, really? Call 1-900-649-4669. And sh- uh, Bonnie's Back Rubs. Yeah. Where it says here, let me see. Read. Don't forget to read my slogan, Love Bonnie. Okay. The slogan is, Bonnie's back rubs. We won't rub you the wrong way. Then it says, she needs the dough, so she'll need your back. That kind of sucks. <laughs> Bonnie's back rubs. Now, I haven't met Bonnie, but she's all in on the, on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I heard she's got <laughs> big knuckles. Well, I bet she does, yeah. And being, psoriatic arthritis. Being that the masseuse that she is. Yeah. <laughs> and the neater that she is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of our other that's our other new sponsors. Of course, we have our, our regular sponsors who are great. one eight hundred eight grandma which is my grandma's coffee cake at mygrandma.com. Order a cake. They're great. They're, they're beyond great. They're the best. They're classics. Uh, and, of course, if you like a nice seafood uh, dinner, which I do, I always go to Joe Fish in either North Reading or North Andover, and I eat to my heart's content, and I'm always full, in it, and it's a happy place. Mm. Jim Dietz runs a nice restaurant, both two nice restaurants up there. Unbelievable. Uh, so, uh, what was I going to talk about? Well, yeah, I was going to ask Ben. You know, I, I, Ben's the guy who's supposed to have a weekend sports show yeah, on WEEI Providence. And you know how much I know about sports. Well, no, you know a lot about sports, but you Ben's supposed to be the guy who steps up and represents because he's got the show with Mark Dondero. Yeah. You know, the Ben and Mark show or the Mark and Ben show or the Dondero and Kitchen show, whatever the fuck it is. Just just don't ask me any questions because I know nothing. You know, I'm going to prank their call. One, I'm going to prank their show one of these days. I think you should. I'm going to call in. I'm going to pretend I'm Yaz. What would he say? I'm going to say, uh yeah, it's Carly Strebsky. I've been listening to the show. I think it kind of sucks, and you're not very knowledgeable. <laughs> you seem like you sound like a couple of dildos to me. You know, I, I know I play Major League Baseball. I know what I'm talking about. You guys sound like a couple of fucking assholes. <laughs> should I do it? Why not? I think you should. I think you could pull it off. you got to mention Hillshire Farms. Uh... Hillshire Farms, Polska Kielbasa, of course. Uh, very, very good kielbasa. Uh, Mrs. York used to force it down my throat late at night at Fenway Park. Uh, so... <laughs> The Celtics are. By the way, did you watch? I, I don't. It's kind of a late night for you watching an LA Laker game. Yeah, you usually go to bed what five, six, yeah, <laughs> right after the early bird special. I said, "That's right, it. I'm tired." Right after the Grand Corral, or the right. Golden Corral, the Golden it? Corral. Yeah. Um, the, the Celtics played to a, within a two point deficit of the Lakers in Los Angeles. Which there's always a home team advantage, a home court advantage for people. So they, they, you could say that technically they won that game. The refs kind of screwed them, and they did not have Kemba, their all star point guard. So I, I think that this is the team. The two, these are the two teams that are going to end up in the finals. Really, I do. The Lakers and the uh, Boston Celtics. From just what I got, and plus, you know, the, the networks love that. That would be fun because the, now you got ratings on both sides of the coast, yep. uh, in and out. So. <clears throat> that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, we also said goodbye to a great radio station, 
since we last got together, yep. the surprise disappearance of WAAF. Corporate radio does it again. Yeah, Mike Chu and Mistress Carrie did like a marathon of, of uh, you know, thank yous yep. and remembrances and so on and so forth. Heartfelt. A guy I work with now at my new job, 100.1 The Pike, mm. Chuck Perks used yes. to work at AAF. That's right. He was um, Mike Wild. That Mike was his, Wild. That was on-air name. They yeah. said, well, there was a Liz Wild, too. Yeah. The difference between the two would be Mike Wilde would be Chuck Burks. That Liz Wilde had big, giant boobs. <laughs> and one day I was on a TV uh, show on Neckin, and she sent me, we opened it on the air, a yeah. package, and it was a bra. This big, giant <laughs> bra with giant cups. Yeah. Like you could put full watermelons in each cup. <laughs> and she sent it to knowing, and I, was, I opened it on the air. It said open, open it on the air. So she... Liked you liking her boobs. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. She yeah. sent me that. T- so I sent her back a note. I'm sorry to hear about your accident. I didn't know that you were hitting the back with two torpedoes. <laughs> but she was a very crazy woman. Yeah. WAF, Opie and Anthony, who I worked with in New York, uh, they were uh, there in New York, but they were also at AAF. They used to call my uh, TV show because they knew there was no delay, and they could get away with saying whatever they wanted oh. to. So they'd say, I thought, oh, yeah, I was talking sports. Then they'd say, hey, butt plug. You know, <laughs> and they said that on the show all the time, butt plug. So I would, instead of getting pissed, I would say, Oh, that reminds me, don't forget to listen to Opie and Anthony every morning on WAF. And I gave them a plug, and so they kept doing that. So not a butt plug, but a plug. Anyway, uh, so goodbye, WAAF. And uh, we wish the best to all the people who work there. Do you hear a noise? An, like Ben trying to get like in? A, no, it sounds like, <clears throat> like a staticky vibration or something. Can you hear it? Oh, that's the uh, the dryer. We oh, have the clothes oh, okay. dryer is oh, okay. on right now. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the only recording studio in America that the, has their own clothes. Oh, dryer. we got everything here. We, the only thing we don't have down here is a urinal. Right, I <laughs> I know, and that's what that little styrofoam cup is that, next to my. That's it right there. <coughs> so Ben's cup. We we have a lot of um, things to talk to uh, Bill Lee about. So maybe we should give Bill yeah. Lee Bill Lee a call up in uh, Craftsbury, Vermont. I'll see how smart my phone can be. Hold on. Yeah, just talk to it. See what it says. Call Bill Lee. <laughs> Calling Bill Lee. Oh, there she goes. That's a smart phone you yeah. got there, Smitty. So far. Yeah. So I had a, I had a lift ride today. The woman's name was La. Wow. <laughs> La. Yeah, her name was La. That was interesting. She was. I said, well, why do you have a name La? She said, Do Re Mi Fa So was taken. <laughs> Now, oh, are we going to get Bill's She's answering machine? I don't know. Well, you know what, if, what if Bill left? He told me he'd be there. Oh, Jesus. It sounds like he left. Yeah, he did. Oh, now what? No, That's unbelievable. No, Ben. I have decided to throw my hat into the ring. I can defeat both the Democrats and the Republicans <laughs> because I'm the only person to throw back-to-back shutouts against the Soviets in 89. Well, now there you go. Hi, Bill. Bill, yes, uh, it's the uh, it's the podcast calling. We were expecting to talk to you here, and I don't know if you ran to, down the street to get some maple syrup or not, but you can call back to this number. Uh, what's the number? Oh, we can't give the number. Yeah, we can give the number. We'll just uh, call him back. later. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think there's something wrong with my phone. Uh, howdy, howdy. Uh, th- there he is. Hello there. Hello Good. there. Good day, good day. Yeah, we've just been vamping for like 15 minutes trying to kill time while the podcast is recording because uh, Ben Kitchen, who is the co-host, Bill, isn't here. He's late. And you were, what, out, ta- what were you, tapping maple syrup? No, hell no. It's freaking dark here now, and uh, 
had a plumber here all day trying to get getting water. You know, I got it in the bathtub now, but I don't have a shower. And I said, well, I won't be taking a shower until spring. <laughs> did, did the plumber, uh, you know, expose any of his ass crack on the back of his I pants? I tell you, there were two of them, a young one and an older one, and they both had perfect butt cracks. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. You know, you, when you see that, you just want to throw a stogie in there, don't you? You do. You just want to put your little pinky in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, T.R. would have been ready. He would have had a big Havana to throw, in, throw down there. I tell you, he would have been laughing, too. Uh, they are perfect butt cracks, and they were down low, and they bent <laughs> over, and the younger guy he had a bigger butt crack, and the older guy he was better shape. Yeah. You know, he had the, the, the things perfect. you see when you don't have a Polaroid camera. Um, oh God, it was so perfect. Yeah. So how are you? You're back from Hawaii. Yeah. What the hell were it you doing just, out there? I, I I get a call from you. You're in Hawaii. You're in like what Maui or something? Yeah, I got uh, Charles Wakwadera was uh, packing his house up, and he needed help, and uh, we were with him for ten days. Charlie, Charlie, the the the, uh, the morning mattress was that? Yeah, what it? morning. Uh, yeah, the uh, mattress, Michigas, and uh, the big mattress. That was the yeah, name of the. Show. Did you call into that show on a regular basis back then? All the time, they called me Tank and him, and uh, yeah, I was a regular on that show in the seventies. And a lot of other athletes were as well. Boy, that was an unbelievably great and far-reaching radio show. You, did you hear about WAAF signing off? No. Yeah, this just happened. Well, you know, I probably while you were with the plumbers, but the uh, WAAF has been sold to a station that plays religious music. Really? Yeah, like the station but that really Indiana, rocked. like Pence religious music. But, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, wow. it's like you know hardcore shit. And they took they took away all the other guys, and they fired. You know, they're they're gone. Mistress Carrie and Mike Shue, all the people uh, are are gone from their staff, and they went to this religious thing. It's crazy, man. Radio's wow. radio's a mess. It is a mess because. It's it's funny. Everybody questions anything that's said. No one believes anybody anymore. <laughs> I, I know, in any regard, it's un, it's unbelievable. Especially, but I think particularly radio executives. Uh, you know, some of them. I, I I just happen to have a brand new radio show on the Pike, one hundred point one FM, Worcester, Bill Lee. So when you're driving through, you got to listen to it. All right. Yeah, well, Gedman and all the boys, and uh, you'll be—you know what—you'll probably be the color guy for the for the Triple A team, the Worcester kids. Red Sox. Yeah, that would be that would be beautiful. You and I could do that. Oh God, yeah. Well, they remember they used to have uh, Montgomery used to do it, and Stenhouse, and you know they had a lot of guys. Sam Horn didn't he do stuff like that? I though? think so. Hey, what was Montgomery? Yeah. You know, you know, what was that sandbagging golfer Bob Montgomery like to uh, to to throw to as a pitcher? Did you did he catch any of your games? Yeah, he was always sent there because I was easy to catch, and uh, I think I had better results with Montgomery catching than I had Fisk win loss percentage. I'd like to look that up. Really, Let, I I can do that. I'll do that on Retro Sheet. Find out if Monty was your guy. Yeah, I think Monty and I had a great rapport. You know, Fisk and I, fucking, we were just butted heads all the time, a lot of times. And, you know, he was a pain in the ass. But he had to catch most of your games. I mean, Fisk is yeah, not going to well, take him out. Yeah, of course, because he was in there for his bat. But yeah. Monty, 
I think Monty hit really well when he caught me. I think he had a great game. I think he had one game where he hit two home runs. Yeah. Hey, I just want to tell you, Bill, that Ben Kitchen, the late Ben Kitchen, just walked in here. Hi, Ben. He's Generation Y. (laughs) He's like, uh, you know, he's a little bit fucked up. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to give him the award of Douche of the Night, and we're going to pour him a vinegar and water, will you, over there? (laughs) Oof. All right, so here's Ben, and uh, Spaceman's on the phone with us, and uh, he just got back from Hawaii, Ben, you, because you missed all that. We have a lot to talk about, though, from a Major League Baseball perspective. Yeah, Space we Man. sure do. You got, you got the maybe one of the bigger scandals ever is the cheating scandal with the Houston Astros, who they're now calling the Astroisks. You know, which I think is very clever. But what do you what do you make of that whole thing? And tell us if you can about any cheating that you were aware of uh, that was pre digital. Well, I I remember the 1951 when Derosier and the guys were up there, and they supposedly had a guy out in center field there flashing the signs, and you know that was the shot heard around the world. Bobby Thompson. Bobby Thompson yeah. hit the home run off Branca, and Branca said that he knew what was coming. I said, well. Ralph, you only threw high fastballs. What the hell? <laughs> of course they knew. But, I mean, that, yeah, that's long been reputed to be maybe one of the most infamous uh, cheating episodes ever. But, I mean, you, you know, guys on second base, I mean, there's always some dialogue going on as to trying to anticipate what's going to be thrown. But this was a high-tech, you know, high-def wow. video uh, plot, really, You're banging on garbage cans and signaling people. I mean, this is it's like secret agent oh, shit. Oh, that's really high-tech, you know, bang the trash can slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, they, the cameras, <laughs> they got cameras in center field zooming in on the guy's crotch. They know exactly what's coming, and then they bang the drum. Oh, it's a fastball. Yeah, well, that's what they, we've been doing the whole time. The runner at second base would open his hand if it was a breaking ball, close his fist if it was a fastball, and you know the hitter could see that right from uh, the from the base runner at second base. You know, we always looked down. We we checked the third base coach would peek around the corner. Yeah. You know, I would watch. I would sit if I was in the third base dugout. I was a right-handed pitcher. I could watch the way the guy brought the ball up. If it was a fastball, if it if he showed the C, it was a breaking ball. You could always find tells. That was the whole course of the game was to outsmart the other team. And uh, I think it's just part human nature in the game of baseball because you pay attention. Well, and, and cheating is, uh, you know. Uh, the, the, no, in the 10s and the 20s, if a runner was rounding second base, John McGraw would grab him by the belt loop and hold him up so he couldn't get the third. Because they had no you cameras. Know, was, yeah, no cameras. They had no cameras. They had nothing. That's why hey, when we started out, we had one umpire behind home plate. The reason we got five, four umpires now is to keep guys from cheating. <laughs> Bill, I don't know if you saw what uh, David Ortiz said, um, you know, uh, over the last week or so with regards to Mike Fires and his him coming out and talking about this situation, and he basically was calling. Mike is a snitch and that he should have been saying something when it was going on as opposed to saying something now, which I find the height of hypocrisy coming from David Ortiz. Exactly. Uh, okay. Have another tootsie snitching gribbon. <laughs> but is, is, that, is that part of the problem we're having? Is this kind of snitches get stitches attitude in baseball? Yeah, well, that's our attitude in all of life, you know, uh, you know, you cook the books, you do this. Uh, the Russians 
you know, have a false scam. Uh, they We blame the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians don't have a pot to piss in or window to throw it out of, you know. And then you get all the guys up there. And you listen to the – I listen religiously. I drove all the way from Tennessee to Mississippi, and I listened to the to the impeachment trials and stuff. And I've never heard two groups of people that don't listen to one another. You know, one said they're cheating, and the other says – you know, there's no evidence. I said, well, you won't let out the evidence and blah, blah, blah. And I go, the American public could really give a rat's ass after a while. And so I'm I running think, for president. I'm now announcing right now I'm going to run against the yeah. Democrats and the Republicans. The Rhinoceros Party of America is back. You know, I'll yes, only accept 25 cents. 25 cents is all I accept because it's a two-bit office. And Charles Barkley is going to be my running mate. Because if I if I throw up a bad one, Charles can at least rebound. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, is this your second run at the presidency? No, was it eighty eight? The rhinoceros eighty eight, ninety two, yeah, uh, against Clinton, that baton twirler, and now I'm going to run against the incumbent. I'm more politically incorrect than Donald Trump could ever be, you know. Well, that's true. That I know for a fact. But you had Hunter S. Thompson as your running mate last time. Yeah, because he knew more about vice than anybody in America. He'd make a great <laughs> vice president. <laughs> so, Pence, boy, Pence, uh, if he ever has, if he ever comes, he says, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you file your paperwork yet? Are you going to be on the ballot? Because you got this stuff. Yeah, to get I can do that. I'm going to Rainy River, Minnesota. That's where uh, they wrote the book, uh, The Things They Carried. Uh, it was a famous novel during the Vietnam War. I'm going to sit there, stare at the Canadian border, and decide whether to run to save America or get in a canoe or ice fish across the border and just say, well, you know, I did my best. No one in America wants to listen to me, so I'm going to go up to Canada. I'm going to live on a little island out in British Columbia. You know, I'm going to eat psilocybin mushrooms and think I'm big. <laughs> so it's an either-or choice. You're either going to run it's for president, save America, either, or go I to either Canada. either suck it up, come back to America, save the American... You know, the uh, the United States of America, make them compatible neighbors to the north and south with Mexico and Canada, you know, or I just run away to Canada because I love caribou. You know, I love the fact there's only 37 million of them and the fact that my wife is Canadian and, you know, I can yeah, what could go wrong? in a hospital there anytime I want. What, what could possibly go wrong with that picture? Spending so much time. Nothing, nothing. No, I, I'm in a win-win situation. You know, <laughs> I really don't want the job, but I know I have to have the job. That's right. It's not um, a matter of wanting to be president. America needs you. America needs me. Should I turn my back on them? Should yeah. I cross that river? You, you obviously have spent a lot of time in the beautiful state of Vermont, and yeah. Bernie Sanders is now seemingly in the lead for the Democrats. I taught him everything. I was the ride arranger when he was mayor. I remember Bernie when he was standing on the corner in Hardwick. And the guy's a genius because he wore plywood on both sides of his body. He said, I'm Bernie. I'm, I'm Bernie Sanders. And all the rednecks were throwing Bud Light cans at him. And he was deflecting Bud Light cans. The guy's With a genius. With plywood. Yeah. <laughs> You sure it wasn't particle board? Yeah, uh, no, he was. He was. Uh, I knew him. You know, the guy. Is he crazy is though? A, he's a little crazy, isn't he? He's from Brooklyn. He's a he's a crook. <laughs> <laughs> the 
mayor of <laughs> mayor of Burlington, Vermont. Well, he, he's an independent, so the Democrats are going to the Democrats are going to nominate an independent. But let me ask you this: If you run for president, what's your platform going to be? My platform is what it was before: no guns, no butter. They'll both kill you. <laughs> and it's simple, and it fits on a bumper sticker. Simple. I mean, I said, hey, I'm the only politician with his hands in his own pockets. <laughs> All the time. All uh, the time. That's you know, I'm telling you, I, I owe <laughs> nobody any favors. That's one thing. I'm going to get there. I'm going to have a clean slate, and uh, I'm going <laughs> to let Charles run it because he wrote a book. I think his book was, I may be wrong, but I doubt it. <laughs> right, that's perfect. Now, let me ask you this, okay? Yeah. Uh, because you're, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm telling you what, I can't wait till this campaign starts. You know, I, I'm telling you, I would love you to go with me. You could be, I want you to be my press secretary. Uh, that's it. That's me. That's me. And I'm a centrist libertarian. I'll be perfectly right down the middle. Um, yeah. well, you were at the uh, Tony Canigliaro. I, that, that's the last time I saw you. Was at the Tony yeah. C documentary uh, that was held in uh, Lynn Auditorium. And uh, because of the uh, so a lot of the other ball players had made commitments to be at the MGM Grand, you were like the player that showed up, and everybody was crowding around you, man. You came walking in there with were they made out of rubber? Those overalls you had on, and some... yeah, yeah, I had my logging overalls and that that hat, and it was cold, and it was a raw day, and it man, was... I never. I never saw so many menopausal women jumping on me. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was like a, one of the Beatles came in or yeah, something. I, I never like s- a, they, could, uh, they could have lit the lights of Lynn with the hot flashes that were there. That <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they did. But that was, that was a good night. And then you, it was your time for you to get up on the stage and speak, and you start doing uh, stretching exercises. Yeah, I know. On I, the stage. I was, I was stiff. I was sore. You know, I mean... It's tough. I drive everywhere I go. I got to go four hours in the car, and I'm getting older, and it's hard to get out of the car. Oh, man. So just back to the Astros for a second. One second. Yeah. Because should they – a lot of people are saying they should not be recognized as the champions from 2017 because they admittedly cheated. Yeah. Well, what do you do? You can't go back and pull the trophy away. You know, the 1919 Black Sox, you couldn't exactly. go back. You can't change the it. The 1918 Red Sox, there was supposedly a scandal there, too. Really? Yeah. There's a, there, There's been scandals all the way back. The owners were such scumbags. You know, they didn't pay players. They did everything else. You read, uh, there's a new book coming out, uh, something about Rebels in, in baseball. I wrote the forward for it. It's going to be out this year out of San Francisco, University of San Francisco. And it, it tells all the stories, all the the guys that were not allowed to play and were kicked out. Shoeless Joe, you look at his record. Yeah. Two World Series, he hit 345, didn't make an error. What kind of games was he throwing? Right, yeah. If he's throwing a game, then everybody should, you know, that's the way you should play baseball, right? And he he tried to give the money back, too, didn't he? I don't know what he did. All all I know is that Comiskey was the culprit there. Him and Kennesaw Mountain Landis, the suspended weaver and all of them for life. You know what I mean? You know, if Bernie still, I kind of like it. I like suspensions because you and I, if we don't win the presidency, we can open a bar in Cooperstown and call it the Almost Hall of Fame. We'll have the Pete Rose room. We'll yes. have the White Sox room. We'll have the steroid room. You know. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, you know, uh, just sad note here, Dwight Evans, uh, you heard his, uh, his son Tim passed away last Saturday, so he lost two sons in a year. Uh, no, and, uh, 
the other one passed away. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, so oh. it, both two sons in, in the last 10 months is a very sad thing for Roy Evans and his, his very stoic and strong wife, Susan. Oh, man. Yeah, tough news on that level for sure. And Dwight Evans, of course, had just found out in December that he didn't make the Hall of Fame based on the, the veterans' vote. He got 50% of the vote. She needed 75% to make it. Here's a guy who got more extra base hits than any man in the 80s and eight gold gloves, and, and, he, and they, didn't, he just, they didn't treat him with enough respect, Bill. Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. Marvin Miller got his vote, you know. Yes, he, Marvin did get in, yeah. Speaking Marvin of that, got in by one vote, but Marvin's family doesn't want to even go to the thing. Oh, really? They think it's a big sham and everything else. And you know, Dwight, Dwight was a really great ball player, but uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's so many guys that could have been in the Hall of Fame yeah. based on how you look at. Look at Louis Tion. Look at Tony Oliva. Sure, Tony Oliva. Greatest hitter I ever faced. But, you know, the, the the thing is, Harold Baines is in, and he never picked up a glove. And Dwight Evans had similar, better stats and uh, and, and got eight no. gold gloves. I think he was oh, the best Harold fielding. Never right. be in. No. no, I mean, I, I, play, I pitched against Cardi. I pitched against Richie Allen. I pitched against Willie Orton. I pitched against Harold Baines. If I had men on base, the only one I would pitch to would be Harold Baines. I'd walk all the other guys. Yeah, Harold Baines, he wasn't. Yeah, hey, any any he, he uh, wasn't a big clutch RBI guy either. So anyway, and it, uh, Marvin Miller though, you bring his name up, and yeah. he's he's going to the Hall of Fame, and you worked with him. You were the player rep uh, uh, with From Marvin seventy to eighty two. Wow, for a long time working Marvin Miller on the whole entire age the uh, era of free agency. Yeah, I helped him with the free agency and arbitration and. You know, we agreed that uh, only a few guys would become free agents, so we would test the market, see how much we could get. And then, uh, boy, then the lid went off. It did. It God did. damn, it's... when A-Rod signed, remember that, with yeah. Texas? That was That big. was amazing. But well, what do you think of the, the Mookie, the Red Sox and Mookie couldn't get together, so he's going to be a Dodger now, based on the fact that Mookie was asking for uh, 12 years and uh, $420 million. Well, that's because he wanted to get stoned when he retired. 420 <laughs> makes perfect sense. It's a 420 number. Yeah, it always pops up, usually with the bases loaded. That's $35 but, uh, million dollars a year, though. I mean, you know what that – here's the thing. For forty-two, for $420 million, you could have had 4,200 years of Willie Mays in his prime. <laughs> I know. For the same money. No, you're right. You're right. Mookie's great. He's no Willie Mays. But uh, I, th- you know what his problem is is his hands. I think – because of bowling, and he's, he gets jammed a lot. He had thumb rings on all last year. I don't think he's going to have a good year. I don't think the ball carries in L.A. In fact, I know it doesn't carry in L.A. when that mist is there. Yeah, It doesn't. You know, you get all that onshore mist, and that wind is, that ball does not carry if, at uh, Dodger Stadium. So he'll have a bad year, I hope. Uh, the manager of the Red Sox is, is gone uh, based on this cheating scandal that he was involved with in Houston and so forth. How's that going to well, affect He came the, up with it, I guess. How's that going to affect the Red Sox this year? They've got Rob Renicky, one of the Renicky brothers, uh, running the show uh, in Boston. Do you think there's going to be a falling off there with Mookie gone uh, and the manager changing? Oh, yeah. No, it's got to be, uh, you know, unless something happens and uh, – Who's going to fill? He got sale. Price was actually the only reason why we won it the year before because he had a tremendous September, October. Yeah. And uh, then he just stunk again this year. I, uh, you know, 
who's going to step up on the mound? Who's going to step up? Mm. Yeah, because Sales got getting older. All of them. I don't know. Sales got to come back. Evaldi uh, was uh, uh, hurt, you know, and yeah, he, he, he got. They gave him seventeen million. That's the thing. That's what makes me. And I, you know, I love baseball, Bill. You know, I've loved yeah, it my I whole life. Too. It's like, but. It's hard to root for somebody who gets a million bucks a game and then sucks like David Price did. It's like it's hard to root for that guy. Oh, God, he was a bad personality, too, and he took after Eck. And when he went after Eck, you know, that was uncalled for. Yeah. You know, the guy's in the Hall of Fame, and he's a he's just a great, great guy. And then Price, who drives that big Hummer or whatever it is, and his wife probably drives it. He doesn't live in town. He spends all his time... You know, worrying how to get to Fenway Park instead of walking there like Pedroia. Right. You know, they all should have lived right around the ballpark, had condos there. John Henry owns all them high-rises. Give him a condo. Yeah. I mean, I get I get mad cause he, if he doesn't perform, but I, I can't really blame him for uh, for the big Hummer. I'd like a big Hummer myself. I really would. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those weird things. Well, yeah, well, he went to freaking Vanderbilt, you know, and you can always tell a Vanderbilt boy, you just can't tell him much. <laughs> well, Spaceman, I want to uh, volunteer to be your press secretary when you run for president. You know, I, well, I, one thanks. thing I, I do is I understand you. you know, so. I know what you mean. And I, I mean, I got more. I pitched in the Soviet Union. I brought down the wall. It wasn't Reagan. I threw back-to-back shutouts against the the Moscow team. And they weren't even Russian yet. They were the Soviet Union. You know, I, that was the collapse. And now look at them. They're a bunch of oligarchs, and they have all this money, and they, they sit around and drink vodka and shoot people. I think I remember that sound bite. It was very famous. It was, Mr. Spaceman, tear down this wall. <laughs> I remember hey, that. Hey, Bill, say hi to Diana for me. Give her a big kiss. and uh, I will. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Love you. See you soon. All right. Bill Bye-bye. Lee from Craftsbury, Vermont, running for president. I think that's breaking news. You know, we got breaking news. Breaking well. You want your phone back? Yeah. Ben, we had te- technical snafus where you weren't here, and it's because you God. weren't here. Yeah, where, where were you, Ben? I'm sorry. I was at work. Well, oh, now he's work. working oh, for no, a living. No, no. You know what that means? <laughs> now we gotta. Now we got to make our podcast happen, Smitty, Jesus. whenever the fuck Ben can get here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I said, hey, can we start at 7? You text back, we're going to start at 645. <laughs> so I can't get there for 7 or 645. I didn't text that back to you. I said, Bill said he'd be on it with his... Well, that was yeah. the implication. It was, fuck you and your needs. You're we're a liar. Do what I need to do. He's a liar! Right, so but hey, when you texted me and you said ETA, and I said 25, yeah. I nailed that 25. So what? You were like oh. an hour late. No. Ben will have to listen no. to this podcast your... to hear what we said about him. If I was your program director, I would replace you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Of course. I got guys lining up outside. There's five guys outside right now waiting for Ben to fuck up. That's what they were doing out there? That's right. I thought they were <laughs> waiting for your them, money. A couple of them were. So so what have I missed? Nothing, really. Don't worry about it. You'll have to hear it. Oh, great. You have to tune it in on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, or iTunes. Uh, the, uh, now we get to the commercial? Sure, why not? BetOnline.ag? Yeah. Are we going to edit this? <laughs> no, there is no editing there on the podcast. There has to be. No, sorry. Yeah, but that, we had 30 minutes of vamping while Ben was driving. Well, that wasn't vamping. That was classic show business. If you want to bet, and by the way, I have my bets. I've done some tremendous bets tonight. Yeah. 
Uh, I go to betonline.ag. Why? Because, well, I, me- I can remember it. Betonline.ag. It's easy. And secondly, there's a CLNS uh, 50 bonus. I don't even need Ben tonight. I can do this myself. I think so, CLNS 50. Yeah. yeah, to get your 50% welcome bonus, which I've used under 14 different names. <laughs> <laughs> Did and you win or lose money on that Wilder Fury fight? I won. I had I had uh, Fury, and I was so proud and happy that there's now diversity in boxing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to celebrate diversity. It goes both ways. So if occasionally, after every 50 years or so, there's a white guy that wins the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, heavyweight championship of the world, yeah. you got got to applaud that. I mean, I applauded Tiger Woods when he won all the golf tournaments. That's diversity Hold, hold on. we got to qualify it, though, because the that? Klitschko brothers just don't count, right? Because they dominated the heavyweight championship for a long time, but they're Eastern European. They don't they, count, right? First of all, no. they're 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 Russian. Don't, don't you listen to the Democrats? The <laughs> Russians are ruining this country. <laughs> so here's my bets for tonight: BetOnline.ag. Uh, it's I got the uh, br- the Bruins to win. Yeah. Tonight's hockey game. Yeah. Now we're recording this on Tuesday night, as we always do. It's just what we do. It's what we do here. That's what we do. I have uh, th- listen to this parlay. Listen to this parlay. If all five teams win by by two goals, yeah. and it's a minus one and a half yeah. in hockey. I love this. <laughs> it's just You win fifty dollars. Edmonton, St. Louis, Washington, Philadelphia, and the Bruins, if they all win by two goals, yeah. five dollar bet gets me two hundred and eighty eight dollars. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what then, about what if they don't all win? So then me, I, I lose me, five bucks. Oh, okay, let yeah, me ask you. Like, so so what? You only put two dollars and fifty cents in. They matched you with that CLNS. No, 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 no. I'm long past be the introductory fifty percent bonus. Long past that. Okay, here's another one. Ready? Boston and Indiana and the Lakers and Denver and Oklahoma City. All they got to do is win their games. All of them. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll win $31 Ooh. <laughs> on a $10 bet. And then I have this. This is the one I, that I like the most. Yep. Taking the sp- the tees, the five-point uh, tees. So I tease the points up. Boston minus two and a half. Lakers minus two. Milwaukee Bucks plus three and a half. On the road, though, but it's the Bucks. All right. $19 to win 47 If all this comes in, I'll have like three, four hundred extra dollars. Damn. Yeah. We'll have donuts. So, uh, you bring the donuts. Uh, I'll bring Snapple uh, next time. Deal. Uh, so that's it. I mean, we've done a po- whole, whole podcast. Ben, you missed that's the it? whole that's thing. That's it? That's the show? Yep. Yeah, you it. know, yeah. Son of a bitch. That's what happens when you're half an hour late. So, <laughs> you know, Thanks, man. Yeah. You're going to miss something. Some of us don't get to go to work for an hour You and have half. a job now, and so do I, and so do Now we all have jobs. Yep. Yeah. But what's this going to mean for you being here on time to do our podcast? Yeah. Is this going to totally fuck us up? Because the dog was here. He's ready to go. I heard wagging his tail, barking, everything. Yep, buddy was ready. Yeah. I think we just shut the show down. Okay. All right. This is what, episode 65? (laughs) We can hire one of those mannequins that I talked about earlier. (laughs) He missed that. Oh, the ones he was polishing. The ones he polishes the private parts of. Yeah. Part time. Uh, I think I'm Andrew McCarthy. We got it. That was a reference for one. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Castiglioki to close the show with. You want to cue it up? Sure, I guess I'll do something. Come on, we just had talked baseball with Bill Lee. I'm in, I'm in a boys' summer mood here. Let's get Joe Castiglione in here. All right, hold on. I gotta go see if he's up in the booth. Hold on, I think he's there. That's not it. This song isn't it. This is what was up. What'd you want? Go back. Hey, hey, Joe, are you up in the booth? Joe, are you? Are you? From the beginning. Joe, what? From the beginning. I don't think Joe's here. Oh, hold on. Yeah, what is it? 
It's time to. I've taken a dump. It's time to do this, do the song, Joe. Nobody on the beach. I feel it in the air. The summer's out of reach. Empty lake, empty streets. The sun goes down alone. I'm driving by your house, though I know that you're not home. But I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun. Can you believe it? You got your hair pulled back and your your sunglasses on, baby. <laughs> and I can tell you, my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Sing it, Joe. Thank you very much. Go fuck yourself.